The gazelle were born when the new grass came, but spent the first weeks of life in fear of the jackal. The young of the baboon fed the young of the leopard. It was in the flow of things. It was meant to be that way. Just as nature had ruled it should be. It was Africa, and all playing out under the coming storm. The storm that brought the blessed rain. The rain that made life possible all playing out in a land immense and overpowering. The storm was coming faster, the wind pushing through the acacias and bending the grass. The lightning cut to the earth and the thunder rolled. Long before he reached the trees, he felt the first drops of rain on his dry body. It hit his old gray hide, washing away the red dust. It was cooling and comfortable, It relieved some of the pain in his ancient bones. He was old, with more than fifty years of life, very old for his kind, and he was big, an honest seven tons, and a full twelve feet up to his massive shoulders. He was what the ivory people would call a sure hundred-pounder. Either one of his tusks could go a hundred pounds. He was a prize and carried the scars to prove it, scars from lions in his youth, from standing his ground against other bull elephants, and the marks of men. Most had happened so long ago they were only faded memories. Some were not so old. The one that bothered him badly was recent. In that one he still carried the bullet. It was lodged below his left shoulder, under this thick hide, close to his heart. That scar was easy to remember, because the pain was there with every movement. He knew that it was slowly killing him, and there was nothing he could do about it. Now the feel of the rain pleased him. He trudged on. He moved a little better. The place of acacia trees was marked in his mind. The watering hole had always been there. It was an old place, old like himself. His mind knew the way. It had taken him several days to reach this place. His step was a little quicker. When he neared the trees, he stopped a second and turned back to the direction from which he came. He lifted his trunk and slowly shook his head. Then he turned back and started again for the trees. The air was empty except for the smell of the rain and that of a jackal prowling nearby. There was no man smell in the air. When he entered the trees, he stopped again and lifted his trunk. And the same, only the jackal and the smell of rain. The rain now was falling in hard silver sheets. The jackal was nearby, probably watching. But the jackal was no problem. Yet, in the mind of the big elephant, there was still something. Something that was set as deeply in his mind as the bullet near his heart. It was man. But man was not there. There was no grass under the trees. It had long ago been trampled by the many animals coming to water at the stream. The earth was bare and rocky. The water in the stream was a muddy brown. A crocodile slipped over the rocks and disappeared under the water. A fish eagle cut through the rain to the far side. These things were noted in the elephant's mind. 
The jackal appeared now, coming close to the water and dancing away, perhaps from fear of the crocodile he could not see. But it was man that worried the elephant, even though there was no scent of man. For this was the place, and he remembered well. His old eyes took it all in, sadly. He moved into the water now and drank, filling his trunk and bringing it up to his mouth. As he drank, the fish eagle flew above over the stream to a nearby acacia. Out on the surface of the stream, the crocodile lifted his eyes above the water. The crocodile studied the giant for a moment, then moved away, making some distance between them. The elephant paid little attention to the crocodile and none to the fish eagle. Still, it was man he thought about. Even after all the time that had passed, it was man who was on his mind. There was no scent of man, but he was there.